was it, I wonder, who first cracked off with the insult? You're a nobody. It may seem innocuous, but if you drill down, it's a savage, heartless pronouncement that someone does not deserve to be. And if most of humanity would rank as nobodies in this calculus, even uttering that phrase affirms a terrible lie. The lie is that some of us, most of us, don't really matter. And I wonder, how many of us believe that? My name's Ransom, and you're listening to the ramblings of a revenant alien. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Double R.A., everybody. It's a beautiful day here in Burbank, California, and I hope the same for you wherever you are. Though I imagine if you're in some cooler parts of the country, maybe chilly is a better word. Here, we're actually having a heat wave. As I record this, we had one day of fall, and then it just vanished. So that's fine. But let's forget that for now. You didn't show up to hear my thoughts on the weather. You came for the wisdom and blues. And you will not be disappointed. This is a refuge for you. Whatever's going on in your life, good or bad, just set it aside for now. Let your mind take a rest. Kick back, sit on that mental Adirondack chair, on that dock in your mind, looking out on the beautiful shimmering waves as the sun goes down. I'll build a fire. We can all gather around and grab something bold to drink and enjoy ourselves. And after it's all over, You can grab a brand from the blaze and take that light with you. And don't forget, hold it high and pass it on. Well, 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 the holiday season is upon us Mm, with a vengeance, as always. How was your Halloween? You have a good time? Anybody else getting their uh, Christmas shopping done already? I see you out there. Thumbing through those catalogs, getting on Amazon, and just you're just knocking it out. You're putting all the rest of us to shame. But, you know, good for you. You're going to have a much more relaxing season than most of us. (laughs) So, I can't judge. But, hey, forget Christmas, right? Thanksgiving is just a few weeks away. Where are my Thanksgiving people at, right? Don't just let that slip by. I know it's got, uh, you know, questionable history in some ways, but I think it's such a beautiful holiday. However it started, what it means now, what it affords families and friends a chance to gather together, have delicious food, Watch whatever sport of choice and just be grateful for all the beautiful things in your life. Now, out here in L.A., we have something called Friendsgiving because a lot of people, they don't have any family out here. Either they ran away from them or their family just far away because not not everybody wants to pay what it takes to live in L.A. And, hey, I respect that. It is uh, it's a bit pricey. But, you know, we signed up for that, so I'm not complaining. 
Anyhow, holidays or not, life continues unabated. And I know everybody out there is doing their darndest, doing their best, keeping busy, and trying to build for the future. And as this time of year is commonly one where we take moments to reflect, I thought we'd take some moments today and reflect on the amazing people that are all around us. And hey, right in the mirror. What do you say? Let's get to it. aren't in the podcasting world, not in marketing, not in business, this may seem a little strange to you, but I've been thinking a lot lately about my target audience. That's the phraseology we use. Who's your ideal listener? Who's the person you imagine sitting there wrapped and just consuming your podcast like the best meal they've ever had? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't really have an avatar in mind, despite how much I've tried, and that is a goal of mine for season three. You know, and as I've thought about it, at least right now, it's mostly, you know, my family and my friends, people that I know will hear this podcast and enjoy it and be encouraged and often guides what I say. And, you know, of course, my first audience is me. You know, that guides the tone and the flavor and the choices that I make. And so that was a good realization to come to and to remember and to be okay with. You know, but it didn't stop there. I kept thinking it over, and I said, okay, what what state do I imagine people are in when they listen to this show? Who's going to enjoy it the most? Who needs it the most? And, you know, I, I think it's, it's it's people who are working their guts out, <laughs> people who are, who are tired, people who maybe feel like they're going nowhere. Maybe they're lost and, and wondering why and looking around for some signposts, looking around for some affirmations, looking around for some sign that someone sees what they're doing and cares about them and thinks that they're doing a good job. And that's why I take so much time in this podcast to remind people that they matter and that I see them, I think about them, I pray for them, and that I believe God sees them too. And out of that meditation came the idea for this episode, Ode to the Nobodies. Now see, I don't actually think that anyone is a nobody. I think every individual matters. And like so many artists before me, I'm taking that insult, nobody, and throwing it back as an ironic reminder that there's no such thing. No one is inconsequential. Everyone matters. And so often it doesn't feel that way, and we need reminders. And this whole show is meant to be a reminder for people that maybe need to hear it. Not just myself, but a lot of people like me doing different things. We're just going to go through, we're going to tick down the list, and I'm going to talk about how amazing 
all these different kinds of people are. I hope you see yourself in this episode. And if you don't, look harder. Because I'm, I'm covering a wide swath of humanity, and I believe there's going to be a good word in it for everybody. So please, I don't usually say this up top, but if you hear something in here that you think to yourself, man, I, I know this person is really struggling right now, and they could really use this encouragement, please send it their way. Doing episodes like this is very rewarding for me because I've been encouraged by speakers so many times, and I want to do the same thing. I don't just want to entertain. I want to raise people's spirits. So that's what we're doing today. Why don't we sing an ode to the nobodies, an ode to us, an ode to everyone, and we'll come out with wind in our sails. Sound good? Let's go. to start with one that's very near and dear to my heart, part of my family history, and a group of people that I have a great compassion, love, and uh, empathy for. I'm talking about pastors, priests, bishops, any kind of faith community leader who is responsible for the health and vibrancy and life of their spiritual community. My goodness, you guys, you just... Everyone in that group, please just take a mental seat and pat yourself on the back. <laughs> Seriously. You guys are herding cats, angry cats, very demanding cats. Cats who, well, I guess like real cats. <laughs> cats cats who want to do their own thing. Cats who want to tell you how to do your thing, how you're doing your thing wrong. Cats that want things a certain way. Cats that like what they like and assume that anything else is unworthy of their greatness. <laughs> Oh, I'm serious. Anyone who's never been in any kind of position like this, you, you just don't know how hard it is, how much this group of people, faith leaders, how hard they can be on themselves, how deeply they think, how deeply they care, how much they are stirred to be better and always thinking that they're not measuring up and, you know, kind of knowing that they're not because we're all human beings. There was really only one perfect one and not everybody even believes that. But I think everybody believes that all human beings are imperfect. And they love telling people in uh, positions of leadership at churches how imperfect they are. And I think we can all agree that's a very tough life to live. Even people who aren't officially on staff, who aren't being paid, but who are really making great sacrifices at great personal cost to give their life away, to help others just stumble along this path of faith, It is a magnificent thing, faith leaders, that you're doing. I don't think it's an accident that several times throughout the Bible, it talks about eventual rewards for people who have given their lives away. I mean, that's what Jesus did, right? He led the charge. And even if you're not actually giving your life in such a way that it ends, 
you are giving it away. And no matter how imperfectly you're doing it, it's beautiful. You are imparting grace to harried and lost and often desperate people, often ungrateful people. I mean, if that's not like God, what is? Because not only do you serve the people that you lead and endure such difficulties for their sake, you remind them that there's a higher way to live. You give them a chance to see that. And remember that they have that inside them as well, if they will but access it. So I know I'm not the first one to say it, but let me be the latest. Your time is not wasted, your effort is not in vain, and I believe your reward is coming. Keep on doing what you're doing. I can promise you that when Thanksgiving rolls around in a couple weeks here, plenty of people are going to be saying thank you for you. people that I think probably get the toughest blend of vitriol and gratitude of any kind of person on the planet? Parents, right? (laughs) No matter how old your kids are, whether they are young and making messes all up and down their backsides, or nearing that age when they finally move out of the house and giving you heart attacks left and right, I know how much... I know how much stress and joy and heartache and just the most extreme yo-yo of emotions is part of what you do. You know, for all you parents of young children who are losing sleep and taking them on walks in the stroller and taking them to the park and trying to make sure they don't eat things that shouldn't be in their mouth and catching them when they fall off the playground bars and not being able to just sit there and enjoy the beautiful day but having to watch every inch of what they do. I see you. I remember those days. And while I'm not one of those people who will say, enjoy them now, they'll be over before you know it, I can tell you they'll be over before you know it. (laughs) And if you're like me, uh, that's comfort. And you'll get to that point where they are over and you'll be like, ah, I'm glad those are over. (laughs) I don't get as sentimental as most people as far as when kids are young. Everyone ever told me like, you're going to wish for these days. I'm going to say, no, 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 I will not wish for those days. I wanted to grow up myself and I am excited to watch my kids grow up. And that transitioning to those of you who have kids who are growing up, who are learning to be their own people, who are trying to find their way through the world, trying to understand what they think and what they believe and the kind of person that they want to be. That also was a great responsibility that you have to show them by the way you live and the things that you say, how to navigate this crazy world that we live in. 
I mean, it's such an incredible privilege, honor, responsibility, burden that you have, parents, that we have. And like faith leaders, I think we all get down on ourselves more than we should. You know, we we hear about these super parents who have just planned these incredible experiences for their kids or take them here and take them there and have this plan to help them become the person they were made to be. And just, yeah, I, I think those are really gifted people and they're great to kind of maybe take inspiration from. But remember, you don't have to be them. The best person you can be to show your kid who they need to be is you. The best version of you, a good version of you, go for that. <laughs> don't don't slack off. But when you're tired and discouraged and wondering if anything you do makes a difference, hear this. No one will have as big an effect on your kid's psyche than you. Maybe that's scary. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that is a little scary. But it's also an incredible gift. You know, there were times when... As I watch my kids grow up, it still happens, actually, where I'm grateful that I get to be their dad. I get to set the parameters of what they'll experience and what they'll remember. There are so many painful things that I can spare them, so many good experiences that I can give them. And we as parents have that power. You know, it's not just a burden. It's a destiny. And it's a beautiful thing. And I believe that no matter what you believe, the God that's out there watching takes great joy when you take care of children that are very special to him. Keep it up. Hang in there. Those hard times will pass eventually. And your effort will be rewarded. So, here, enjoy some blues. This one goes out to the teachers, the mentors, the coaches, the instructors, I don't know, the visiting lecturers, basically anybody who's given their time to invest in young minds and young hearts and young athletes and young musicians and young programmers and young artists, anyone who is taking the hard-fought knowledge that they have gained through hours and hours and weeks and years of practice and then giving it away to the next generation. I don't think you guys get nearly enough credit for the positive impact that you can have on kids' lives. I, I can think of people, can't call them out by name, but I can think of people that they said just one-off things to me as they were as we were in that format of them coaching me that have stayed with me to this day that maybe they just threw out off the cuff, but it became a defining part of the way that I see the world. You know, for you guys, you can change a kid's trajectory because, and I know it sounds obvious, but how many kids don't have great homes? Higher and higher percentage, it seems. And if they're not getting that encouragement from home where they should, they're still craving it. We all need it. And you, as a teacher, coach, mentor, etc., you can provide it in a way that can change a kid's life for the better. I'm willing to bet you've already done it. And I hope that they come back to you and say thank you. But in case they haven't, let me remind you 
that even if they forget to because they're young and dumb, and that's most of us at one point, even if they forget to come back and say thank you, the good that you did will last for the rest of their life. It'll last forever, I think. You had an impact that is infinite because of the way it will develop and crystallize in their life and then flow out to other people. You have been given a great trust, teacher, coach, mentor. And as you fulfill that trust, you change not just one or two or ten kids' lives for the better. You're changing the entire world, one person at a time. Don't forget that when you get discouraged. Hold on to that when things seem hopeless. When you're wondering if anything you're doing makes a difference. It does. Makes me think of that movie, Mr. Holland's Opus. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Because Mr. Holland, in this movie, lives his whole life thinking he failed at his dreams, failed at his goals, that he's going to retire a nobody. Music program gets cut, and after 40 years of doing something that he loved, teaching kids music, teaching them to love music, it was all going to end, and it meant nothing. And if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil the end of the movie for you, but he finds out he was dead wrong. What he did mattered more than he could have ever imagined. And that's what I want you to take with you. Keep on doing what you're doing. You're changing the world. Here's one that's very near and dear to my heart. One that uh, I really hope the people that I'm about to talk about get a chance to hear this. I know that they are not forgotten if they feel that way, but anyone with severe medical challenges, or just, you know, difficult medical challenges, things that affect your daily life. You know, I'm thinking about people that have to deal with being in a wheelchair, having some other kind of physical limitation, Elderly people who can't get around without a walker, can't stand up straight anymore. Or people with hidden illnesses that require them to change up their whole life and run their day in a certain way so that everyone else doesn't have to deal with the consequences of the thing that they can't get away from. People with rare diseases. People with mental illness or just neurologically atypical. they got to deal with all us normies. Anyone who is sort of isolated or, or made to feel like an outsider because of this difficulty that they have. I want you to hear me. You are not forgotten. Not everyone thinks of you as an outsider. And you possess a beauty in your uniqueness and in your grit in dealing with your challenges and difficulties and differences that the world desperately needs. Just by being yourself, just by existing and living your day-to-day, you challenge the rest of us to be kinder, to be more patient, to realize that 
the way we can live our lives is not the way everyone can live our lives. And it, and it may not be comforting to hear it said that way, but as a parent of a child with special needs, I see so much beauty in the way that someone with difficulties forces the rest of us to be our best selves and be better, be more patient and more kind and more willing to see the beauty in atypical things. I understand if that doesn't really resonate for you, but we tell it to our daughter all the time. How great she is just by being herself and how thankful we are for her and the kind of beauty she's going to bring to the world by pressing through and creating anyway, despite all the challenges that she has. And if you're doing that too, kudos to you. Applause for you. I salute you. And I see you. You are a gift to the rest of us. And I know I'm not the only person that knows that, realizes it, and appreciates it. I hope you can hear the truth in my voice. You are a light to the rest of us. And I hope that knowing that lifts your spirits. Because believe me, you've lifted mine more than once. I hope I can return the favor. And I hope you enjoy these blues. I'm having fun. I know it might sound kind of serious, but this is just, I'm I'm just getting so much joy out of reminding people who need to be reminded how great they are. No, nobody's perfect. We shouldn't have big heads or anything, but you know what I'm saying? I don't think we get the encouragement that we need nearly often enough. So just whole episode, just being a big kudos is I'm just loving it. So let's move on. I'd like to give a shout out to these service workers, big tent here. I'm talking about cleaners, Plumbers, handymen and women, cable technicians, electrical workers, car mechanics, roadside assistants, operators, and people in the field, cashiers, customer service representatives. Come on. Right? How many times are we just on the phone with those automated things? Representative, representative, representative. And then the person on the other end has to deal with us when we're already impatient. That is a hard job. I cannot imagine that there are many people that aspire to have that position long term. And how many times do the rest of us treat them as less than human? Oh, man. That's so wrong. And not just them. Anyone who's in a service industry, servers, bartenders, people that bust the plates, valets. Those are people with lives and dreams and hopes and a story. And so many times we look right past them. We don't even think to say hi, ask them how they're doing. And we miss such a beautiful opportunity to create a human connection. You know, my wife just reminded me of this recently. We've had to flip-flop our schedules a little bit, so I'm the one going to the recycling center, and she told me, like, hey, make sure you say hi to the guy who does the CRV redemption. For those of you who don't know, California Redeemable Value, anytime we buy certain beverage containers, we get taxed, and then if we recycle them, we can get that money back. And so there's a guy at the recycling center who's he's always the one who's there doing it, and she had been building a friendship with him and... Now she's not going back, and she just, she was such a good example to me of remembering that no matter what kind of job somebody is doing to serve us, they're doing it to serve us. 
yeah, I know they're getting paid, fine. But they're creating a good that we really benefit from. And we need to remember that. Sorry, I'm, I'm chewing out the rest of us. <laughs> Let's get back to encouraging the service workers. Can I just say, I know I'm not the only one who appreciates what you do. I hope you've gotten great tips if you're working in the food service industry. Great compliments if you're in the kitchen, if you're driving Uber or anything that's just making other people's lives easier and giving them convenience. Postal workers. Man, I'm just, I'm not going to get everybody, but if I've missed you specifically and you're working in the service industry, this is you that I'm talking to. We couldn't do what we do without you. You free us up, I guess, really to be able to serve others. You know, you are in the tree like a web of veins that allows us each to do more good with our time. And while I suppose there are many people in that web that we can thank, I want to thank you specifically. Thank you for the experiences that you give us. You know, whether you're like a tour guide or a sommelier. When you do your job well, you create memories and five-star reviews and unforgettable moments. And I imagine that in those jobs, you often feel overlooked and like you might be wasting your time or wasting your effort or that it's not worth being excellent, but I can tell you it's just the opposite. In the same way that all the people I've already talked about, when they do their job well, the difference that it makes, you make a difference too. You are part of weaving this beautiful tapestry that humanity is experiencing. And you're not nobody. And you're not wasted. And you're not invisible. And I want to say thanks. This one, like before, I'm trying to cast a really wide net and catch everybody that I want to thank and give kudos to because this is a very variegated field as well. I'm calling this worst day people. I mean that when you do your job, you are running into people on their worst days. So I'm talking about emergency personnel, doctors, surgeons, police, counselors, judges, firefighters and paramedics school intervention specialists, anyone who's dealing with somebody who is in an extreme situation or in a traumatic situation or who is living with the effects of a traumatic situation and you're there to help them, either help them get through it or help them heal from it. That is hard, soul-breaking work. And it's so necessary. It's just so important. You know, my wife and I did counseling and just watching how much that marriage counselor just lived in the grief with us, lived in the anger and the brokenness with us and helped us find our way through and thinking he's got to do that all day, every day. Why would anybody want to do that job? But I have to imagine, and I hope this is true for you, if you do something like this, that you take great joy in being the one who gets to be there to help someone who really needs it. You are a hero. I mean, I know I say a lot that there's an equality in humanity, but I I do think there are people that step up to a higher level, and you're it. Especially in those moments when you are forced into situations that your training didn't prepare you for, 
that maybe aren't your job, that you really deserve more resources and help to do well and you're not going to get them? You know, that makes me think of soldiers as well. How many of you all are serving your country far, far, far away from home and doing it with far less resources than you could use and dealing with your own traumatic day-to-day? You know, this group of people I'm talking to right now, you literally give your lives away in extremely difficult, painful, traumatic, sometimes horrifying situations. And that deserves respect and gratitude And I'm just one guy, but man, you got it from me. I know there are millions and millions who feel the same way and appreciate you for what you do in ways that they may never be able to express. I hope you can feel that. I hope that washes over you like warm sunshine. You are enduring far more ugliness than most of us will ever know. And I salute you. I'm grateful for you. I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. And I hope you take the time and find the resources to heal from your own traumatic experiences, huh? You sure deserve it. So while I'm just one tiny voice maybe speaking in your ear, I hope that wherever you are, whether it's out on a call or in between appointments, maybe taking your lunch break to just get a deep breath, let me send you a big, hearty shoulder squeeze through the digital airwaves. Hats off to you and my hand over my heart. You're a hero. Truly. And thank you. I wish this show could be twice as long. I feel like I've missed some really important group that maybe I wasn't actually general enough that somebody's fallen outside the realm of all the thank yous that I've given. If that's the case, (laughs) you're sitting there wondering, where's my thank you? Here it is. Whatever you do, however you give, however you struggle, for me personally, thank you for doing it. See, I believe that humanity is deeply connected in ways that we can't fully understand. And when we do our best, or our worst, we are having an effect on the rest of humanity at large. More of an effect on the people directly connected to us, but that ripples, man. Even before the digital age, this world was deeply connected, and the actions that we take for other people or against other people create the world that we live in. So if you're someone who's doing your best to do good in your little corner of the world, you deserve a thank you and a high five and someone to buy you your favorite drink because you're creating good and you're creating light. You know, it's the ironic thing about this word, nobody. Because really, we're all nobody. Unless someone recognizes the somebody that is inside us. And that's why I think it's so significant the way God looks down and sees every one of us, the hidden us, the good that we do when no one is watching. For those of you that don't know, there's a section of Jesus' teaching where he says, 
When you do your good in secret, God sees it, and he'll reward you for it. That he takes great delight in rewarding people who don't demand a reward for doing good. I guess because that's kind of what he does? If he's the creator of this beautiful world and all the just glory and majesty and, and awe that we can experience and maybe never give him credit for it, and he doesn't demand it from us and gives it anyway, I can see why he'd have a special place for someone doing the same thing. I know I do. I mean, like, don't you just get the best thrill when you see somebody do something good for somebody else and nobody saw it but you? You just want to go over there and shake their hand and say, I saw what you did. That was awesome. That was beautiful. Reminds me of this uh, insurance commercial. I'll put the link in the show notes where they, you just see the chain of good things that happen when somebody sees somebody else do something good and then goes and does something good for somebody else. That's the kind of chain we can create when we treat each other like not nobodies. When we give every somebody the respect, love, graciousness that we have to give them. Now, I'm just one small voice. Just one person. My audience is not big. It would make perfect sense to assume that uh, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. But, like I said up top, that would be a lie. You remember that too. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. If it's good, it does matter. And you matter. Don't give up. Keep doing what you're doing. From one nobody to another. Thank you. All right, all right. I hope you feel better, guys. Whether I specifically called you out or not, you were in there, okay? Doing a good job. Hang in there. Keep doing it. I hope you get a little burst of joy today, either from hearing this show or seeing the results of your labor, just to feel that wind in your sails. Your days are not wasted. Your life is not insignificant. It's not meaningless. There will be a reward, a harvest, a culmination if you don't give up. So don't give up. Anyway, if you enjoyed it, please do rate and review, subscribe and share on whatever podcast platform you're on really helps people find the show and especially with this one guys if you know somebody that needs to hear any one of these segments or maybe all of them please send it along you know people that i don't know that need to hear this you know i would think of myself if i knew them but i don't you do so please do share at least this show maybe the whole show is not for them but if you think they need to thank you please send this out there that mean a lot to me and i hope it would mean a lot to them too and i deeply thank you for helping me share it with them you know if you really enjoyed today and Want to support the show concretely? Just hit the last link in the show notes. It says support. Click through that, and you'll find some ways to help us keep doing what we're doing here. If you want to reach out to me, head to revenantalien.com contact. You can also look for me on Twitter, Instagram, and Medium. Just search at a revenant alien and look for the logo. If you reach out, I'll reach back. You can also find me on Good Pods if you like that platform for podcast discovery or podcast publication. And if you are a host with a show, I hope you'll reach out to me so I can give your stuff a listen, give it a rating and a review, and help you keep doing what you're doing. Love that platform for organic sharing between passionate people producing podcasts that maybe not everyone gets to hear. 
But those of us that do enjoy it can see the somebodies out there doing good stuff and putting their voice out into the world. So if that's you, good on you. And as always, if you're looking for that ultimate affirmation, that ultimate reminder that your life has meaning, purpose, and destiny, that there's something out there, that there's someone out there that sees you and is proud of what you're doing. If you're looking for that, I hope you'll head to revenantalien.com searchers. Left you a little link in just a few words to tell you what I think it's all about. And of all the things I've said today, it's probably the most important and best thing I could ever say to anybody. So I hope you read it, and I hope it helps. Don't be a stranger. Godspeed. And I'll see you out there.